Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name's Chaz. I'm Riley. Taylor. And Alexa is sick this week, but she did send in some voice recordings for some of the topics that we're going to be talking about today. So we will get to that in a little bit. But for now, we're going to talk about some news real quick, because at time of recording, it was just announced that Magic Key renewals are going to happen. And at time of release, hopefully you have gotten your magic key renewals because that was yesterday <laughs> can we just say finally, finally. it has yeah. finally happened finally i am happened. so surprised it took them so long because we were supposed to have 40 days yeah. to kind of decide you know if we want to renew or not um, and now they threw the news at us and we have two days yeah <laughs> wow okay so yeah i mean i don't know any of the details on it so i can renew even if mine is up in november no so right wait until then yeah you have to be 40 days out except for those that are renewing right now are are like yeah very few days out but okay Mm -hmm. so those that are expiring or have expired uh from what i understand can renew okay it might have all changed by the time this recording goes out. But <laughs> as oh, of okay. Tuesday, uh, you can renew it to whatever pass level is available at time of renewal. Oh, jeez. Uh, right. I'm a little worried they're going to tone yeah. down how many passes they're releasing. Yeah. So there's the Inspire key, which is in replacing the Dream key. The Dream key is no more. Okay. The Inspire key is now $1,599. Wonderful. And it has two weeks of blackout dates from December 21st to January 1st. You still get 20% off of select merchandise, 15% off of select food. You now get unlimited Disney Photo Pass digital photo downloads coming soon. You still get um, your free parking um, on at select lots on days that you can get... Uh, reservations blocked out days still you can't pay for, you have to pay for parking on those days okay um, do you know what lots are excluded it, it doesn't say yet okay because i'm kind of curious what they mean by yeah. that do they mean like toy story and simba or are they talking <laughs> mickey yeah. and friends who knows <laughs> but you can also still get six reservation um holds at a time so okay that's that's the main difference, and you also get twenty percent off of G- Genie Plus. But I mean, if you're a Magic Key holder, are you really getting Genie Plus because you can just go back another day? Mm-hmm. I know yeah. I know some people do, but like for us, it never made sense because it's like yeah, if I wanted, to, why am I going to pay twenty bucks to ride Rise of the Resistance when I can come tomorrow? Yeah, and wait in line. Yeah, so. yeah, especially if like if you prioritize one thing for your your annual trip pass. Yeah then you know you know you're gonna do that one thing and then but if you're a single if you're a single day ticket holder genie plus makes sense because hey i can get my pat my my rides done but if you for those single day ticket people out there listening i recommend watching a tutorial on how to function with genie plus otherwise it's going to be a waste of money for you because if you don't know what you're doing with genie plus it's going to frustrate you aggravate you and you're going to be angry so watch a tutorial if you plan on buying it. Otherwise, don't. <laughs> yeah, because from what I understand, um, there's only a certain number of Genie passes that they can do on each ride per day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you wait until the afternoon or you don't really know what you're doing in the morning, the mm-hmm. ride you want for Genie Plus could, could be, be gone. Yeah. Yeah. So 
But that's the Inspire key. Um, if you are a Southern California resident or a renewing uh, California resident, you can make a payment plan of one thirty three twenty five per month. But uh, we're not California residents, so that doesn't apply to us. But if you are, that's that's what your payment plan can be. And then there's the Believe key, which is one thousand ninety nine, which I think is one hundred and fifty dollars more this year than it was last year. Mm -hmm. There are more blackout dates. Uh, basically no Saturdays through the summer. Um, the last two yeah. weeks of the uh, Christmas vacation and several Saturdays like around important holidays or busy days. Mm -hmm. Like I think there was um, like the day out, like the day, the week, the Saturday nearest Valentine's Day I saw was blacked out. Huh. So there's a lot of extra blackout dates on Believe Key than there was last year. But you still get uh, unlimited photo passes like you do with the Inspire Key. 20% off a of Genie Plus. You get 10% off of select merchandise. 10% off of beverage and food. 50% off of parking and six park reservation holds at a time. Then there's still the Enchant Key for $6.99, uh, which I think is $50 more than it was last year. I can't remember. I, yeah. I had the Dream Key, so... I yeah, really I think you're right about that. About but, uh, $50 more. That holds four park reservations, 10% off merchandise, 10% off of food and beverage. New is 25% off of standard theme park parking at Toy Story Parking Area, excluding block dates. And 20% off of Genie Plus services. Uh, that payment plan is $58.25 per month. And then for Southern California residents... Uh, there is the Imagine Key for $449, and it has two park reservations, 10% off select merchandise, 10% off select food, 25% off of standard parking at Toy Story uh, parking area, and 20% off of uh, Disney Genie Plus, and all of them have increased blackout dates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's, that's what we're looking at for renewals. We hope that if you decided to renew yesterday that you got the one you were looking for. We're hoping to uh, downgrade from dream to believe mm. because we can't see spending $1,000 between the two of us to yeah. just be able to go on Saturdays during the summertime when we both have Fridays off. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. But Yeah. So. Yeah, to be honest... I am on the fence about renewing mine at all mm -hmm. because I like um, I have to start my internship next year. Oh no! It's yeah. like I don't know how much time I'm going to have. I don't. I definitely don't know how much money I'm going to be like having. <laughs> it's like I'm fine now. Like, but. I don't know. I'm always so busy. I feel like I haven't gotten, like, in years past when I had an annual pass, pass it's like, I can go all the time. Yeah. That's awesome. But that hasn't been the case this year. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's a bummer. That's that really is sad, so sad. Because, but I, like, will probably still go, like, yeah. about the same amount that I would if I had the pass is the thing because I'm like I'm like I don't I'm just trying to figure out if it would be worth the money you've got at least until November though to figure that out so well, exactly it really depends on how many days you plan on going in the year mm -hmm. and then on top of that which and, pass level you would get and how much that would cost yeah and how much that would cost and what pass level I would get 
like I would have to figure out what kind of trip schedule am I thinking for those days too because mm-hmm. it's like there's blockout blackout yeah. dates whatever so it's like it's really complicated thank you Disney um, <laughs> but yeah so I'm thinking like you know maybe I've I've taken breaks from annual passes like in the past before COVID even shut everything down yeah. I didn't have a pass for the years that I was in Reno because I was seven hours away mm-hmm. or more I'm just leery about taking a break because if we take a break there's no guarantee that you'll be able to get one in the future I mean there's no yeah. guarantee that you'll be able to get one now yeah I, I doubt that you would not be able to get one in the future because some, people will raise a I feel fit. like at some point in the future... It'll be available. When I have enough money and stuff like that, I will be able to, like, eventually. I think that'll be a thing. And if not, I'll still just go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I'll just figure it out, you know? So, uh, before we leave this topic I want to give a thrifty tip about uh, renewals for people that aren't in Southern California if you have a Kroger card or Smith's card they're both the same but if you have one of those two and your Kroger or your Smith's has a fuel center if you use your Kroger card to buy uh, well your Kroger uh, rewards card which is just like a free card to buy um Gift cards. Gift cards from Disney, and then use those to pay for your uh, Disney pass. pass rather than paying on a credit yeah. card or anything like that. Buy your, your gift cards first from Kroger, and you'll get double fuel points because gift cards give you double fuel points. So you'll get knocked off a bunch of uh, gas like cost. Yeah, like right cents now. off your gas. Yeah, so oh, if, that's you, awesome. if you're buying, you know, if you're one person buying uh, a ticket for, like, let's say the Believe Key, you're going to spend. Uh, thousand ninety nine on it so eleven hundred bucks essentially and so that's twenty two hundred dollars worth of fuel points which is a lot of fuel points so you can save a lot of money on that but do keep in mind that the points do expire within a month yeah within a month well so so it's really you get two months to use them yeah Um, but that is something to keep in mind but it will save you a bunch on gas at least for those two months for those two months after if it's something that you're going to buy anyway might as well use that trick. And then if you use a rewards card, like a Disney rewards card, you'll get points back in, because uh, I know buying it at a grocery store will give you a certain percentage back in rewards points as well. So you're double dipping on rewards there. Nice. So if it's something you're gonna buy anyway, and you've saved up for it, use your rewards card, use a Smith's card, you'll get fuel points, you'll get whatever rewards card you use, and then pay it off. Great way to double dip and, you know, make the pass a little bit more worth it yeah that is a good tip the other thing to keep in mind with passes is you know once you buy your pass you're locked in at you know what what whatever rate that is yeah Mm because chapik has definitely said he plans to raise prices because there is a a demand not because there's more coming or they're producing more higher quality things he wants to raise prices just because he can yeah he said that in a uh public record interview uh, the day after the earnings report he said that they're going to continue to raise prices because of the demand and it's not to increase quality or anything like that just people are willing to pay and they'll continue to raise prices until people stop paying and then they'll cut back 
Mm-hmm. I try so hard to give that man a chance. I try so I, hard. I've given up on trying to give him a chance. Yeah. I try I, uh, so hard. Look, I get it. I get that that's what corporations do. That's fine. Yeah. I understand that. Like, if they can, okay, I guess, do it. But it's like, to full-on say even that you don't even have an intention of improving the quality. Yeah. I'm like so when we go, when I went the last couple of times, seeing a few of the rides that needed to definitely be refurbished. Oh, I re- I refuse like to ride in Credit Coaster until that man's gone. I will not ride that ride again until he's gone. Yeah. It gives me anxiety to what look. What happened with it? Just when you're on it and you look to the side, yeah. you see rusted bolts mm. like those things should be greased or painted in like seeing corrosion on structural integrity bolts, even though they're huge, just seeing any corrosion on that at all yeah. makes me leery. Yeah. I'm not writing that. Yeah. Not doing it. Yeah, it's uh it's just a shame. Yeah, I mean like, we've we've I, talked about changing. Like you said, I get that like corporations raise prices and they, they do it. And I'm I understand that, but when he outright says it on public record and like calls certain you know guests unfavorable on public record like I don't like that as a CEO like you you understand that these are people that are paying to come to your park or your experience your entertainment and they're they can read these things I mean yes I'm still going because I enjoy it but it pisses me off yeah. Yeah. So yeah. even if you do want to go during the year and you're planning to buy a ticket, maybe a good idea to buy sooner rather than later. Yeah. Just so you have don't have to deal with the rising costs that are probably coming very soon. Yeah. You can if you you can buy a ticket and just hold on to it without putting a reservation down, mm-hmm. and it's still whatever tier you buy now, it'll translate to that tier when prices go up. So if you do know that you're gonna go, buy a ticket earlier than you need so that you can buy it at a low price yeah but do you think it'll ever get to a point because disney tickets have been increasing 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 for years and years and years do you think it'll get to a point where like that bubble will actually pop i think so i like i i don't know i really don't know i hope to be honest i hope that it's like but it's it's not that I don't want Disney to like do well or something. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm like if you're pricing out like all of your guests yeah. at some point, it's like, like I don't know. I, it's frustrating. My personal bubble right now is thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm not spending over that. Not doing it. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, I. Well, it's frustrating. <laughs> but yeah, we can let's talk about the things we like about Disneyland again. <laughs> yeah, on to some uh, more positive things, I guess. Is we'd like I had a there was a listener uh, question that came across on TikTok, so I don't exactly remember the name. I'd have to look it up, and I'd have to go into TikTok, which would make sound mm. to do it. But um, there was a listener question that was. What is your favorite Disney castle? So we're going to each talk about our top five Disney castles. Five, four, three, two, one. Alexa, who is sick, she did leave a voice message about her favorite Disney castles, but she did not do five. So we're going to plug that in after this. 
So you'll get to hear her audio clip about her favorite Disney castle, but we will each take turns counting down to five, four, three, two, one. So Taylor, would you like to go first? Yes. So my number five, I had to write them down so I didn't forget. So before we, we go, is it, you're going to do your five, Riley's going to do his five, I'm going to do five, then you're four, four, four around yep. the table. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, before I started laying out like what my top five would be, I actually asked Chaz like, is this supposed to be like real life Disney castles, movie castles, or like the opening sequence castles? And we kind of just were like, it could be anything um, since it wasn't so specific. So my number five is actually the Tron legacy opening because it's so eerie and quiet. And then all of a sudden you see these lights and then it lights up the castle. And it's not like the typical opening sequence. Um, so it's kind of different, and I like that about it, and oh, just kind of okay. cool. Yeah. So check it out; it's awesome. Yeah, that was a really good one. Mm-hmm. That is a really good one. I did not consider like movies or like <laughs> I honestly I didn't consider those at all. I was thinking like Disney Parks ones. I I ended up watching um, the opening sequences from the ba- Black Cauldron um, mm. all the way up until oh i can't remember what movie it is oh yeah yeah it was like 16 minutes long just of the opening sequences (laughs) i love that very much please send that um (laughs) so my five right yeah number number five five. yes my number five disney world disney world yeah Mm, cinderella probably i'm thinking before they repainted it but even after the new paint coloring it's still really cute have you gone in person to see no. it no well okay. actually i did when i was three but okay. like no i haven't um yeah no okay but i just like literally just from the photos there are four on this list that i have not seen in person <laughs> that okay. i can remember so yeah all right. I just gave one of mine away, but that's so right. my number five mm-hmm. is also Disney World's castle, but specifically when Stitch TP'd it. I think mm. that was hilarious. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. It was an interesting. It was an interesting move. choice. A lot of people hated it, but I think it's <laughs> hilarious. So that's my number five. All right, All right. So Taylor, number four. All right, number. Also, four. I found out uh, which. Uh, person on tiktok asked it and it was bethany england all right um, shout out yes um my number four is gonna be elsa's castle you know in frozen oh, gosh, i just I think it's movies. so iconic and <laughs> she is. makes it herself and it's all out of ice and it's really her turning point in her movie where she's like you know like i i found myself basically mm-hmm. and i'm gonna let it go and like be myself and i just love that that's the creation that comes out of her when she becomes herself um, I love that. I love that very, very much. And if I had thought of movies, that would definitely be in, be in my list. Uh, number four is the new Hong Kong. Okay. One mm-hmm. with the new like. I've only seen attachment. Con- I've only seen the concept art of it. I've not seen pictures of it finished. I saw a photo of it finished, and I think it was real. I yeah. think it's open. It, is sh- it, open? it is. I just oh, haven't okay. seen. I haven't seen the pictures of them yet. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. I am not going to lie. That would be I, one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. Mostly because I just haven't seen the images it yet, so I don't know. It looks really, really great. Oh. And I, like, honestly, today was the first time that I saw it. But it, I was <laughs> like, oh, dang. Like, it is, 
it, I didn't put it higher because it's like I think there are others that like are established and more All right. cute. But that one's definitely I was like, dang, okay, they went off on that. So my number four uh, is going to be a little controversial because I don't think people will think of it as a castle or a palace, mm. but Tiana's place. Oh, all okay. right, okay. Because like she's straight up a Disney princess. I don't care. Uh, what anybody says, she married a prince. She's a Disney princess. Oh, that looks so cool. Riley just showed us the picture. So, yeah, she's a Disney princess. And granted, she doesn't have a castle. But, like, this is, like, her place. And from going from, uh, what was it, textile mill to mm-hmm. this beautiful waterfront restaurant, like, at the end of the movie. Oh, it looks so cool. Like I've said several times in the past, my disappointment of them giving her Splash Mountain rather than her own ride is I wish that they would give her her own ride where they could have a Tiana's place where you could go eat at because it just looks awesome. I think that would be a great experience to just go sit at a table at Tiana's place. How would you feel if they replaced Cafe Orleans with Tiana's place? I would be fine with that except for it's so far from the ride. Mm. I would be absolutely fine for them to bulldoze Winnie the Pooh and Winnie the Pooh's Corner <laughs> and put Tiana's Place there as a really good restaurant. I don't know if I could lose Pooh's Corner as well right. as Splash Mountain. But, uh, yeah. Because I almost I feel know. like, well, what if there's too much Cajun Yeah, well, like, so if you're there. expanding... Oh, oh, get rid of the big bear. What's yeah, Hungry Bear. Hungry Bear. Get rid but, of that. So if you're expanding... Sorry. Have you ever had the funnel cakes there? No. Oh, sorry. We I just had one there I didn't this weekend. I had a so hungry bear yeah. on here. But like, Honestly, it's just the funnel cakes. My oh, thoughts okay. are if you're... Ex- well, keep those then. If you're expanding <laughs> the New Orleans Square to take Splash Mountain out of Critter Country, what, what do you leave for mm. Critter Country? You know, it's like Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, and the Hungry Bear. So might as well rename it Bear Country or just get rid of it in general. Right, they're gonna have other critters in the ride. It's mm-hmm. but the ride is going to be located in New Orleans Square, from what they've been saying. Oh, okay. They're expanding it to New Orleans Square. Oh, interesting. So, right. I think it's still a pretty like good transition. I think, I think it, it is too. Still, but like, like all over there. you're you're gonna still like it used to be Bear Country. Yeah. Because there was Bear Country Jamboree. Mm-hmm. And then they changed it to Critter Country when they added Splash Mountain. But now they're taking away Splash Mountain. And what's left over there is nothing but bears. So yeah. are you going to call it Bear Country and again? piglets and rabbits. <laughs> yeah. And things. All right. But anyway, sorry. Well, so I, don't, I mean, I don't to... care if they change it to Bear Country. I don't know why <laughs> that was a hill I was going to die on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Taylor, you're number three. My number three is... The Little Mermaid Castle, but the Atlantis one, the one under the sea. Okay. Really like that one because I just feel like it's different. I have to ask the one in the movie or the one on the VHS cover. Honestly, I don't remember. What you're the you're VHS... too you're too young to get the to get the the joke. So I might be. <laughs> um, <laughs> there. So the original VHS release of. Uh, the Little Mermaid oh, was oh, recalled oh. because of something drawn into I the castle. Oh no! Know that I did know that. <laughs> so I feel like, like I remember hearing something like that, but I probably just like pushed it out of my yeah. memory. Cause I'll, I'll have to. I knew about it from YouTube. I'll have to pull out the uh, Little Mermaid VHS and show you on break. Okay. 
Yeah, definitely not the one on the cover. Definitely the one in the movie. Um, it's an under the sea castle. I just think it's pretty cool. All right. So Riley, you're number three. So my number three is Shanghai. Okay. Cause it's I think it's the biggest one that they've done. I'm not sure if that's that could be. Not I think true. that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's the biggest one. But it just looks. Do you do you know what that one looks like? Yeah. It, it, I just it's love breathtaking, it. but. I I have a hard time getting a scale from pictures, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I, I just love the attention to detail. On oh, yeah. I, I feel like in person, it would be absolutely astonishing. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get to see it eventually. Taylor and I will eventually travel to each uh, Disney park, but mm-hmm. that one's way down long in the future. Possibly in retirement. Who knows? But any... any specific reason other than it's big um the attention to detail for sure it just looks gorgeous all right so my number three is sleeping beauty's castle animated okay the one in the the cartoon in the animated um classic her castle is just i think it's one of my my without giving away too much it's one of my favorite animated castles. It's very like Mary Blair, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's like the colors are great. Like it's it's very striking, and yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. So Taylor, you're number two. So my number two is gonna be the opening scene castle from Atlantis, the movie <laughs> with Milo in it. Yeah. Or, um, so the reason Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Yes, that one. And the reason why this is a number two, it may sound a little strange. Um, I do love the opening sequence and how it's really different. And I remember going to see this movie in theaters with my grandma. And like I just distinctly remember seeing that opening sequence and just being so mesmerized by it. Um, and after the movie, like I was like, like so into it and like wow like this is so cool and I turn over at the end of the movie and I see my grandma sleeping and had to wake her up <laughs> so that's what I always remember about that movie so very fond oh, memories fine. that's a very good memory yes <laughs> all right so Riley you're number two my number two is Disneyland Paris mm. all right just because it's like I think it's the most unique one that they've done because it's supposed to be more like cartoony it, it, I don't want to actually use that word cartoony because that makes it sound like it looks weird more animated it's mm. supposed to look more artistic and animated yeah. than like because they were saying you know it's in the land of castles so it has to like look unique and I think it does and yeah. I think it works and there's a dragon under it and mm. I think that earned it I some extra really want to see I can't wait I to see that I want to see that and I want to see like the whole, I want to see the inside of it. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that. But we're, we're planning on hopefully going next year or maybe the year after, but that's our next uh, Disney like park travel is Disneyland Paris. That's the yeah. next one on our and list. And we're hoping to go in the next couple of years. So. Yeah. I we don't know that. exactly when. Um, whatever, you know, life throws you curves, so yeah, you never know yeah. exactly. We're hoping to go like either this year or next year, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, if there's any other like international park that I want to go to, it's definitely um, 
Paris. Christ. Our buddy Sharif's going in October. So yeah. jealous. Oh yeah, I'm I'm super jealous. But he's going to be making TikTok content, so I'm I'm looking yeah. forward. We'll to at least it. be able to see that. Yeah, uh, my number two is the Horned King's Castle from the Black Cauldron. It is just oh so just cool. Yeah, it's cool. Taylor has no idea what it looks like. I have like not because, seen that one yet. Uh, we haven't gotten to the Black Cauldron on our movie watching list yet, but it is just, it's so cool. Like, you've seen the pins and stuff of the Horn King that I've gotten, right? Yeah. Like, you know how cool he looks? Like, just kind of dark and ominous? Mm -hmm. His castle is even more so. Like, mm. it's on a red, like a red-orange background, background pretty much. Like, the, the atmosphere is red-orange. And then, like, this dark black and brown castle and it just spikes and oh it looks so cool oh it's so cool <laughs> that's awesome all right so that being said now taylor number what one. is your so, number one my number one is actually the walt disney world castle oh cool yeah so i what, can you say that one more time so i can get it on camera yeah we tell me where to go. go now, yeah. okay, the Walt Disney World Castle is my number one. All right. Why is that? So I just remember when we went there for the first time, just being so amazed at its size because mm -hmm. I was so used to the Sleeping Beauty Castle. And yeah. it's just on a whole other level. It has a whole entire stage. And I love seeing it dressed up in the 50th anniversary decorations and the iridescent um, decorations that they had on there and I just love it so much <laughs> all right my number one is actually Disneyland California because number one that's the only one that I consciously remember seeing in person um, number two the wishing well right outside of it is probably one of my favorite places in the world um, and I don't know that's just my most like nostalgic that's that's my main that's my main one so I had to make it number one all right so my number one is just like Riley we and I match on number one and number five <laughs> I also yeah. love Disneyland's castle it's it's quaint it's cute it's just you you round the corner and you're just like I'm home I'm home you know yeah. so it's it's perfect. I think it's so funny because it it is so small, mm -hmm. but it's like, like, I don't know. I my my friend Brittany, she's on the East Coast, and so when she went to Disneyland with me, she's always gone to Disney World, but when she went to Disneyland with me, and we walked into Main Street and everything, and she saw the castle, she was like, "It is so small, <laughs> like everything." And I was like, I was like, "Yeah, but it's it's." it's good it's good that way it's supposed to be and it's yeah i'm like it's it's perfect. don't don't yeah it's, it's so, bigger than it seems though too it yeah. is it's definitely bigger than it seems and it's also like i don't know i i like the quaintness to be honest the idea of disney world even just going to disney springs oh my gosh i like yeah it's overwhelming how oh, yeah. large disney world is yeah. to be honest all right so real quick we're gonna give you uh alexa's voice message so We'll talk to you right after that. So, talking about the best Disney castles, I wonder if you can hear how sick I am. And also, if you can hear my child in the background. Don't be stressed. Anyway. 
there I'm looking at it subjectively and objectively subjectively with all of my emotions and sentimental feelings added to it it's the Disneyland castle because that's my castle but objectively the best and well that's it all right so the audio clip cut out Alexa's objective castle so we'll have to ask her next week when she's here and feeling better but uh that pretty much wraps up part one of the episode so we're going to take a break real quick and we'll be back on the other side see you real soon no it's ttfn ttfn sorry wait alexa's not here we don't know what we're doing our exits are just all over the place because she's not here but ta-ta for now All right, welcome back from the break, everyone. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I don't know how long ago, but we talked about wanting to do our... It was last week? Yeah, well, I, it was last week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, True. but we uh, decided that we wanted to talk about our favorite Disney sounds. I think we talked about it on break. Yeah. So what we mean by Disney sounds is like sounds at the Disney parks that like just stick in your mind and Riley you explained it a little bit better so I got the idea the whole idea came from when me and Alexa were preparing to do our Tower of Terror recitation Um, (laughs) if you missed it go listen to the very end of last episode you need to not miss it yeah give the the episode an entire listen an entire listen um something about the Tower of Terror made me, reminded me about, like, sounds at Disneyland that I sort of, like, notice, they're often background sounds, that I notice every single time I'm there, every single time I'm at the park, and it's just kind of like, gosh, without that sound, like, it would feel different. Like, that's what quintessential Disney land or i guess in that case it was california adventure sound to me and now that's gone so imagine how i feel about california adventure now anyways um (laughs) well also disney world disney world and i'm gonna go there someday so (laughs) anyways we were thinking like we should do a list of like the top five sounds that we kind of latch on to or are like wow like that is just a quintessential disney sound like just something usually that like ambiance or something that just makes that area 100 percent like that that extra icing on the cake it adds to the energy of the land it yeah adds with, to, without it it'd be like it would just be wrong it is part of the world building yeah. that makes Disneyland. So with that so being said, sense. we're doing the top five. Yes. With honorable mentions. I have honorable mentions. I have honorable sure. mentions as well. Taylor, do you have honorable mentions? Um, I... You don't have to have an honorable mention. I don't even know if I have five. Okay, well, we'll have Riley start off with his number five. Yes. So that Taylor can think. <laughs> I also first have to explain that I had to make rules for this. Because for yourself. I, for myself. Because I could not narrow it down. Yeah. Very easily. 
Um, there were many, many sounds that came to my mind that I was just like, gosh. You'd go all out extra if you totally. if you didn't give yourself rules. Totally. So I narrowed it down to five by being the ride or sound, even if it's super iconic, has to be current in mm. the park. See, I didn't do that. Yeah, I did. I did. Just there's honorable mentions that aren't. But the my top five, yeah, they have to be current things in the park. Number two, I tried to stay away from like ride dialogue because uh-huh. it's like yes, that's a quintessential sound. But I really tried to make it be like background stuff. Background stuff right. that like is not as obvious. But when you go enough, you're like, oh, that sound. You know, like, if you were to hear it, it's that recognizable. But not as much ride dialogue. There is ride dialogue on this list. But I tried to stay away from it because I could do every single line from every single ride if we did that. So, oh yeah, so my number five. Uh, The entrance chimes. Okay. Yeah, so the little whistle, yeah. That, or the, hear, it, yeah, you hear the every time uh, exactly you listen to our our podcast exactly yes so. that is actually if you it, if you don't know where that whistle's from some people think it's a Mickey Mouse whistle but it is not it is, it is the bluebird from uh, Zippity Doodah mm-hmm. you know where is that bluebird that's his whistle trying to get your attention there you go so fun fact that's where that sounds from I love it all right love well. It. I guess my number five? Yeah. The clinking of the safety catch on the pirate's boats as you're going <gasps> up the, oh the waterfall gosh, in Pirates of the Caribbean. such a good sound. Oh, like, it, if that was gone, it just wouldn't be pirates. Like, Dude. Pirates of the Caribbean in Disney World is not pirates because it doesn't have that sound. <laughs> that tick, 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 oh, you right. know, that just heavy clack. And... And then subsequent, like, yeah, and then like the acceleration as (laughs) you go over the top of the hill into the the upper water that like acceleration of that click it's it's iconic. That is such a good, like, that's such a good pick, dude. That would have been perfect for those sounds that I was looking for when I was making this list. Okay, so. I feel like I didn't expand my mind enough for this list. <laughs> Hearing both of your uh, number fives, um, actually, wait, did I write down all five? Let's see. I do, wait, no, I have four. So I might want to skip well, for now. But I really did like Riley's The Whistle. Yeah. Like, I didn't think of that to begin with because I thought we were doing, like, cue music. As far as yeah, sounds. Yeah, I actually I like, tried to stay away from that, too. But there's also that on this list, too. Yeah. That's where this whole list actually All right, came so from. You so. only have four, Taylor? Yeah, so I'll skip. Okay, we'll um, skip you this. But, yeah. All right, so Riley. When we go over honorable mentions, you can throw some other ones yeah. out if you think, of well, we'll if you think where, about it. We'll see where it, where it goes. <laughs> so this is random, but this is kind of in the same vein as cue music. It's ambiance music. But it's actually in California Adventure. There's a lot of guitar strummy like music mm-hmm. in California Adventure. And I yeah. like 
I am usually there in the afternoon to evening, like around dinner time, and then head back over to Disneyland. So it's usually like a sunset-ish type of vibe, or almost going to be sunset. And we'll be eating at like Pacific Wharf, and there's like guitar music playing there. Or over by uh, Grizzly River Run, there's like guitar music playing. But like very distinct um, to the areas. Very distinct to the areas for sure. But it's like it stands out in my mind. Um, it, I, I'm thinking of like the cars ride too. Oh like yeah, the very beginning. Like I don't know. Like I, when you're just like in this... uh, the the Hood Ornament Valley. Totally. Yeah. 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 So it's it definitely like. Yeah, that's like a sound that I, I when I, it's kind of these moments, I, when I thought of these sounds, it's like, I was thinking of like these quiet moments where if you have a moment to just like sit there in Disneyland and you're not talking to anyone, you're just like, you could be people watching whatever, like, what are you hearing? And yes. that is definitely one of them. One of my favorite uh, memories of Disney's California Adventures was background sound because mm-hmm. like, in the early days, it was like all these songs about California. True, like, that is you so know, true. And it, it it made it was the literally the best part about California Adventure was the sounds. Hearing California Dreamin' yeah. every single yeah every single like day and like there. the Beach Boys and, totally. You know, oh that yeah, that was a vibe. I would not be mad back if they before that Buena back. Vista Street. Like it was just you would walk down that you would hear California Dreamin'. You'd hear uh, "Get Your Kicks on Route 66." I would uh, not you'd be mad. You'd hear uh, if that was still the case. I wish yeah. they were all uh, California girls mm-hmm. from uh, Beach Boys. I mean, it was such a good, t- good era. That for sounds, for sounds, <laughs> for, sound. for, sound. <laughs> for rides. Just like, to clarify, for yeah. rides and basically everything else. Maybe. Yeah, but like that first sun sound. statue thing was. That was a little. It was, it was something weird, but that is so true because in the in that era, yeah, I couldn't ride anything. Yeah. I was like so little, so that was California Adventure to me. Yeah, those that. sounds. Oh my gosh, I was so I was old enough to ride everything, and yet it was still the sounds. Mm-hmm. Like, just nothing else mattered except for those sounds and California screaming. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I guess it's on to my number four. Yes, yes. My number four is for also from California Adventure. It's from Soarin' Over California, Soarin' the Tower. Oh. Like, that, the, the Patrick so Warburton Soarin' the Tower, and then the sound of it just activating. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like. Oh, my gosh. I mean. It just, without that Soarin' the Tower, just going into the activation, you'd be, like, really tripped out. But, like, totally. when you have the voice and then the sound, it's just like, all right, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> that's so true that's a good like dialogue yeah yeah like that's a good dialogue one oh sure. yeah so what's funny is my number four is also soaring but a different part yeah so like when you enter into the building part of the queue um you get to start hearing like uh like background sounds yeah and it almost makes me feel like i'm in a movie or something totally. like oh yeah. wa- i'm walking you in and epic. i'm getting ready yeah. to go fly this plane like i'm ready and i just love that <laughs> it just makes me really feel in the moment the pictures on the walls and like just the whole queue area in that mm-hmm. moment like really adds to it like you can't help but feel like yeah i'm an awesome test pilot yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is definitely that was on my list but I thought it was too like 
it just got eliminated because it was Your like rules. my rules. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Your number three. My number three. Wait, is it? Wait, did we start off with? Yeah, we started off with Riley. Oh, I... we did. Okay. Start off with Riley. <laughs> Oops. Going around. I'm not used to starting with Riley. Yeah. So, Welcome so to the I podcast, Taylor. Right <laughs> we don't have Alexa. Riley's starting. I said see you soon before we went to break. Oh, it's, it's just all a mess the place. today. So number three actually maybe would have been Soren ambiance, but I picked a different outside ambiance because this feels so exclusive to Disneyland to me because I don't watch this movie often at all um and I can't really listen to this song or this sound it's not a very listenable sound um outside of context and that is the mad tea cup Uh, music when you're like waiting in Matterhorn yep and you can hear the tea cup music that like that is quintessential to that area to me and it's also I've tried to like in the you know when I'm in a, like a Disney mood or whatever and I'm in the car like wanting to listen to sounds I'll, I'll put that one on but it's so chaotic that it's like oh I think this is just a Disneyland thing like it only makes <laughs> sense I think it only makes sense there or if you're watching the movie but it's less overwhelming when you're in the the Matterhorn queue or when you're totally. walking by it but if you if you're putting it on car speakers it makes sense there yeah. is the thing it doesn't make a lot of sense in my car speakers it's like shrill and, yeah yeah all right my number three is another ride dialogue but this one doesn't exist anymore mm. it is neil patrick harris <gasps> no. that was on my list yeah. but i eliminated it because of my rules on california screaming the specifically because there was like five different launches mm-hmm. but it's and away you go in five four yeah. three two one i love that one like every time that one came up i was just like oh yeah we're going like yeah. that Cal- that's California adventure to me yeah for sure do you feel like they did it justice in the new Incredicoaster no. making it dash no saying it instead no, no, no. I'm happy that they did like have I, yeah I'm happy that it's it's there because mm-hmm. it's kind of a callback to California yeah. adventure but I don't think it did it any justice okay yeah that could be true I think it I don't think it's like I think they just did a different thing with it. Yeah, entirely. like the whole roller coaster is different. It's a callback to that, but yeah. it's it's it doesn't copy it, and it doesn't if it's trying to copy it, it doesn't do it well. But it's nice on that launch part that they have like the spray yeah, that's or whatever. Cool. So it's yeah. you know like he's running on the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would just prefer you know California the sound. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just prefer California screaming. Period. I, I like the Incredicoaster, but I liked California Screaming better. Yeah, I mean... It's the same ride, Yeah, but I liked the soundtrack. I liked the lack of character... The lack of IP. Lack of IP. Um, yeah. And the scream tunnels were open towards the park, so when you're going up the hills, yeah. you can still see into the park. And yeah. It just... I preferred California Screaming. I liked screaming a lot um i like incredicoaster too they're probably about at the same for me in terms of like like it's not like incredicoaster like really made it like 
so much better to me because yeah. it's like, you know, it's fine. I like The Incredibles, though. I really do. So I guess I like that part of it. Anyways, that's not what this episode's <laughs> about. Sorry. <laughs> Taylor? Right. Number three is going to be Big Thunder. The wildest ride yeah. in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it, do you, if you're even writing it, like, are, do you even write it and not say that line? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's hard not to just say yeah. that after he says it. <laughs> right before or even along on. with it. Yeah. 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 An honorable mention that reminded me. I didn't even have this on the list at all, but the whistle sound, or like, mm, I like the, that or the, too. I guess it's like the rail like screeching or whatever. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. The brake sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what are we on? Number two. Number two. So this is my only ride dialogue, technically, that I had, and that is Constance saying "Hurry back." Ah, mm. uh. yeah. I'm like, I, and I, I did that because I had to eliminate the oogly spookly one, um, that I, that originally started this whole list and I will get to that in my honorable Ah. mentions, um, because it doesn't exist in DCA anymore. Uh, but I was like, I have to put a creepy one in there because (laughs) I, I, all, all you spooky Disney fans out there, that one's for you. Mm-hmm. All right. I love it. <laughs> so my number two is the Disneyland Railroad, all aboard. Oh, like, you know, you hear it, and on top of, and also along with that is now arriving. You know, the, those two sounds when you're coming in Main Street, just as a train's coming, like it just you know you're you're there. Mm-hmm. It just it makes Main Street. Mm-hmm. So that's my number two. All right. My number two is going to be the Jungle Cruise queue. My favorite part is when they tell the, the dad jokes while you're standing in line. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's pretty good. And then they all, they also have some pretty good background music, too. Yeah. Like, dun, dun, dun. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. It definitely sounds, yeah. I, I liked that one a lot when the Tower of Terror first left because it's in that same time period. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I, I feel like it's very relaxing. Yeah. Like listening to the background music and then you get these jokes in between. 100%. 100%. Um, so my number one is actually Chaz's number two. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the train announcement with, like, the mm. bell. Yeah. Um, I had to pick that one as number one because it's like, I think that's, like, the first sound. I remember being a little kid and, like, my dad copied that, like, one time. We were, like, around the house and I was just like, oh, my gosh, that is so, like... Disney like it just when I hear that it's like oh that is Disneyland 100% I don't know what other parks have that I don't care that is so Disneyland to me Um, and so I was like that has to be my number one it it almost was my number one but my number one is actually um, from the Disneyland queue or I mean from the Jungle Cruise queue it is Moonlight Serenade by Glenn Miller Band just that that song in particular is my number one because like if I'm having a really bad day if I'm stressed out and like I'm like I'll come home from work or if I'm working in the yard or doing anything and I'm stressed out I will just come lay down on the couch close my eyes put my headphones in Mm. and listen to it and I'm just sitting there between Indiana Jones and the Jungle Cruise just listening to the Jungle Cruise cue music as the boats are going by that's Mm -hmm. that's where I'm at but 
Glenn Miller band or Glenn Mil Miller Orchestra Moonlight Serenade is like the song from I need that to look cue. that one up. Uh, it, I'll, I'll play it after oh, afterwards wonderful. for you, like wonderful. before you leave. Okay. Because it's oh, it is absolute Jungle Cruise. It's my happy place. It just relaxes me, and nothing can go wrong in the world when I'm listening to that. Beautiful. So my number one is going to be Galaxy's Edge. So when you walk in, you uh, start hearing those sounds yes. of like spaceships shooting all over the place. So I think it really adds to the fact that you're not on Earth yeah. anymore. And I really love that fact. And previously, there was a time where we were in that side of the park and the music wasn't going and it was very eerie. I was like, yeah. there's something not right about this. Yeah, so yeah. Like, it, it really makes a difference mm -hmm. with the sounds that they have going on over there. It's so well done. You don't even realize it until it's not there. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a really good one. I remember the very first time, like that first summer that it opened and you had to get like reservations or whatever, we had no idea what was coming. Yeah. Um, but we were like, oh my gosh, you had to get reservations? That's crazy. Um, for Star Wars Land, and we were like waiting for it to open, and we were just standing, like, it was by where Rise of the Resistance is now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it was like, you couldn't really see much of the land yet. It was just like these trees, but you could hear all these sounds. It was like, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Yeah, you're in there and like, kind of like under the bridge near Hungry Bear. and you Totally. Oh, it was such a weird experience. Yeah, that was, that was an interesting... That was so weird, but it was great. Um, uh, before we move on to okay. honorable mentions, we're going to throw in Alexa's. Oh, okay, um, cute. Clips real quick, so here's Alexa. We'll be right back. Okay, so for the top five Disneyland sounds, sorry, you can probably hear my child, my votes are all Disneyland. I included DCA in my thoughts, but none of them actually topped any of my five from Disneyland. So starting off at number five, my favorite is the Matterhorn sound, specifically the Spanish uh, safety spiel. Uh, remain seated, please. <laughs> I messed that up for sure, but I kind of wanted to make fun of Chaz for not being able to roll his R's. Anyway, uh, number four is the dynamite goat. Number three is, what was it? Hold on, I'll send another one. Okay, so number three was the first yo-ho uh, verse, I guess, chorus. As soon as you have, like, as soon as you land, I guess, right at the bottom of the first no, the second drop in Pirates. And that's when, like, the smell first hits you, and it's just fantastic. That's, and you see the waterfall and the skeletons. I'm sorry, I feel like you can tell how horribly sick I am right now. Uh, but that's why I'm sending a message instead of um, being there in person. Um, number two is the um, Main Street... Disneyland Railroad announcement. The your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited. Blah, 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 blah. You know. And then my number one is during Fantasmic when the cannonball sounds for pirates. And everyone reacts. Okay. I didn't have time to explain my last one. They only let you record for a minute. Anyway. Um, 
my first favorite, like I said, is the Cannonball Sound right before the Pirates of the Caribbean part on Fantastic. And the reason I like it so much is because it's so loud. And I, I guess it's not so much the Cannonball Sound as much as it is people's reaction to it because it's so loud, because it's so frightening, because you don't really see it coming. Everyone kind of like, ah! and I think it's so funny. And also just, I just, I love audience reactions to things. So, um, that's why that is my favorite sound. I can't wait to hear yours. All right, so those were Alexa's choices. Uh, speaking of cannonballs, my honorable mention is actually the cannonball blast from Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln because that is the perfect alarm clock. You know, you fall asleep mm. <laughs> early on in Great Moments with Mr. Yeah. Lincoln. That cannonball blast goes off. You wake up with the start, and then you're awake just perfectly in time to watch the uh, animatronic blow your mind with how much it moves but that's one of my honorable mentions is that cannonball blast i love that i love that taylor do you have any honorable mentions um i just realized i would have an honorable mention i love phantasmic like right at the beginning where it's done like that is just classic like yeah. as soon as i hear that i know the show's starting and i want to just run over there and watch it yeah <laughs> yeah so mine, I've been cryptic about it at this point, but the Tower of Terror, it's the ride cue music. Um, specifically, the song We'll Meet Again, and I don't know who It's such it. a good song. Such a good song. I don't know who sings it, sorry. But um, specifically that song, because that is a song that I would always hear every, sing every single time without fail when I was over in the Tower of Terror area, what I loved so much about that ambiance music is it wasn't just in the queue where you could hear it. It was that whole area as you were walking up to it. I'm not going to lie. That song was stuck in my head today at work. You're welcome. <laughs> it um, creeped me out because like it's been a over... Creepy, it's a creepy one to have in your head. Yeah, sure. It's been over a week since we had talked about it and then just suddenly today at work it was in my head and I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like... Um, yeah, it's one of those, especially when I would, like, wait off the ride. I think that the Tower of Terror had, like, yes, it was chaotic because people were, like, screaming. I get it. But it had this peace to it to yeah. me. I don't know what it was. It was just so, it, while it was frightening, I understand that. It was really, really comforting to me um, because it was just, like, this... I don't know, slow 1920s jazz music and it, you know, I just have these images in my head of the Tower of Terror and it's like, you know, wind blowing the palm trees or whatever yeah. that aren't there anymore. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I've got another honorable mention. Mm -hmm. It's from another ride that's long gone and it is Heimlich spassing um, out over the candy corn. True. It, true. It made me happy. It made Taylor happy. I know it that. Did. I'm really sad that that's gone. It's such a good ride. It was. <laughs> Taylor, do you have any more? Um, I had one, but I forgot for a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Trying to remember. Hold on. Um, because you brought up Bugs Land, and I was like, oh, oh nostalgia. What were you talking about before? Which rides? Oh, I just remembered. Um, Haunted Mansion. Okay. Um, the Hatbox Ghost. He oh, doesn't talk, he's, but he's the laughs. sound, oh, his the, laugh, and the sound of the, the, head, moving. the head moving. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah that one's pretty cool. 
Um, my other one is the tiki room, like when you're walking past it. Oh yeah, and it has like that. You know, anyways, that's gonna be forever <laughs> in audio now. But yeah. um, I don't know. There's <laughs> definitely like it's like this like drum beat and that just drone up. The there's tiki like room. a horn yeah. in there or something. I don't know. If you know, you know. But that is definitely something that when I pass that, I'm like, oh, we're in Adventureland now. For sure. So I've got one more honorable mention. I have one more as well after. This this is my last one. And it's technically the Jungle Cruise, but the sound the sound technically comes from the Jungle Cruise, but it's where you hear it that is my honorable mention. If you're coming up Main Street and you're just passing the Emporium or near the fire firehouse, you'll hear a pop pop because the hippo pool is like right there and mm-hmm. the, you'll hear the cat the mm-hmm. blanks from main street and i love the sound of it on main street because it's not really startling not really jarring on main street but it's just that sound that's there yeah and if it wasn't there it wouldn't be main street yeah <laughs> yeah i feel that it's like one of those sounds where you have to know yeah what you it have is to know to exactly know. what it is otherwise it's just a sound huh. but like it's on main street and it's like the only real like remaining thing from Walt's era mm-hmm. where there was bleed over from land to land yeah. other mm-hmm. than like you know cast members walking through but like he was so meticulous about making sure things didn't bleed over from land to land that like when he built when they built the Matterhorn he had a tree planted in the shape of a Matterhorn mm-hmm. so you wouldn't see it from Frontierland because there's no snowy mountains in Frontierland. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the level of detail he went to. And, like, these little, like, occasionally the little things would just bleed through. And that's one of the few remaining things that, like, that detail that was not able to be mitigated. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. One other one I was able to think of is Farley and his fiddling. Oh, Farley. We miss him so much in Frontierland. He was such a great addition to Frontierland. Yeah. He was. Yep. But I'm sure he's enjoying retirement. Mm -hmm. I mean... Good for him. Yeah. He was there for so long playing in Disneyland. He was such a, like, an epic, legendary part of Frontierland. Like, Frontierland at the time had, like three attractions it was big thunder mountain (laughs) the shooting gallery and farley Mm -hmm. that was it wow (laughs) (laughs) all right Um, well riley what's your last one? my last one is splash mountain how do you do but outside yeah so not i mean the one in the ride like where everyone's singing is fine too but but like like, when you're that like the instrument. I'm not yeah, gonna, I'm the, not the cue. Repeat things. Yeah, the, uh, it's just I don't know. The instrumental that version totally just... makes me feel like this is Disneyland. It made the honorable mentions list though because it's on the way out. All right, but yeah. Well, with that all being said from us, we would love to hear your inputs. What's your favorite Disney castle? I've already seen that. Uh, Adventures in Magic has answered our tick on our TikTok Ooh. that her favorite is Disneyland. So, <laughs> shout out to you for answering on our TikTok. But we'd love to hear from everybody else um, what your favorite Disney castle is, what your favorite Disney sounds are, and any questions or 
ideas for things that we can talk about, we'd love to hear from you. And you can reach out to us on any of our social medias at DSP Podcast or on our email, which is dsppodcast at gmail.com. So reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We love interactions with the listeners. And uh, with that being said, see see you real soon. soon. (laughs) No Alexa. No weird sounds. Yeah. We miss you, Alexa.